0: Previously on the Damage Guild podcast
1: You see a large chasm opening up in the ground in front of you
2: I tie the rope around my waist And then I walk across
1: You hear a couple of cracks as the board <laughs> snaps Shabano, no!
2: May the ramble be a bunch
1: You fall 30 feet before slamming into the side of the cliff
2: Ow! I guess there's no getting back across that chasm now Nope, we live here now This is our new home
1: <laughs> One of the larger mushrooms extends out tendrils That wrap themselves around your arm and leg And you feel your flesh starting to (laughs) just (laughs) dissolve You collapse to the ground because you took Ah. 14 points of damage Oh, I'm dead, guys
0: Ah, I don't know what to do Why am I still afraid? I'm going to tremblingly draw my rapier
1: And I will lunge at the beast 10 damage Nice It crumples and releases Shaba The puddle next to Tokus begins to move ...rises up and forms into this pseudopod mass before trying to swing at you. What? Oh, no. It's a jello monster? A water elemental? But with your AC of 19, it does not manage to hit you, so you dodge out of the way of the creature, whatever it is.
2: What was that thing, guys? You see it? See uh, see what? I think you saw it. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah, I did. I got a 15 on my death save, so that's
1: a success. All right, focus.
0: Uh, what is this thing? I imagine if it's like water, I shouldn't like stab at it frivolously with my rapier.
1: It looks like this gray sludge. When it was on the ground and the parts of it that are still mostly on the ground, it looks kind of like wet rock. But as it rises up, it still has that same sort of texture to it.
0: Okay. Um, I don't think a rapier is going to work on that.
1: Here, I'm going to make a knowledge check for you. Oh, okay. And never mind, you don't know anything about it <laughs>
0: I don't know anything about it, but I know that poking it probably won't work So I'm going to light a torch I'm going to spend part of my turn lighting a torch Against the water monster? <laughs> it, we don't know if it's a water monster He said it's like a slug, <laughs> like a gray But as
3: far as we can tell, it looks like it, the water itself was attacked, right?
1: Yeah, except that since it rose up, you can see that the gray coloring is more than just looking down to the stone below The thing itself is that gray color some kind of okay.
2: jelly or something. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like a jello monster, <laughs> is what I was thinking. It's a jello jiggler. <laughs> Sent by the final boss of this cave, <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, kids. Oh, it's more like jello pudding.
3: Actually, it's more like Kodak film.
0: Uh <laughs> Yeah, so I will continue to light my torch Even though Aslo's like,
1: no, that won't work It's a water elemental (laughs) So you spend your action to pull out the torch and light it
0: I I can't do anything else, can I? Unless I, like, action surge I don't know if I should spend it here
1: Yeah, didn't you already action surge earlier, though?
0: I did And it was totally worth it then (laughs) So I I light a torch And I stand there quaking in my greaves Okay, Aslo Okay, the mushroom is dead but the water puddle creature
3: is next to Tokus. I want to basically try to scoot away from the puddle monster, but stay near um, Shaba. Can I do
1: that? Okay, you can kind of skirt around the edge. Yeah. Okay. The opposite side from where the water is. All right. And then um, I will bend over and, and
3: put a hand on Shaba and start singing
2: Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> And <laughs> cast
3: uh, cure wounds, and let's see,
1: eleven hit points.
2: Nice! Wow, that's solid.
1: Okay, so Shaba, do you want to roll your initiative, and we'll place you
2: in order. Twelve. Oh wait, I get advantage on that, so it's actually twelve because I rolled a nine twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shaba, it's now your turn. You wake up, lying on top of the, or partially on top of the remains of the mushroom, and you look over and see Aslo standing next to you, and Tokus holding a torch in front of a gray slug-like thing. Ew. Shaba, you're alive! I assume that the gray slug-like thing is just a
2: hallucination. And I'm like, Tokus, (laughs) man. Dude, chill out, bro. Everything's gonna be fine. Shaba.
0: Shubba, what's wrong with you about?
2: (laughs) Talking about. (laughs)
0: Can I have some of that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about loving the creatures of nature that are around you. I stand up and with my bow, uh, aim it at this slimy thing and try not to hit Tokus.
1: I rolled a one, so I got an eight. (laughs) Well, a natural one is always a miss, regardless of what you roll.
2: All right. (laughs)
1: So, yeah, you stagger to your feet and drowsily knock your arrow and drop it before you actually fire. (laughs) Oh, thank
0: goodness. (laughs) At least you didn't shoot somebody.
1: Um, Next is the creature's turn again. And Tox is still the only one next to it, so it makes another attack. So you take ten points of damage as it hits you hard Mm. with its mix between stone and water body. And you look down at where it struck you, and you see that your armor has begun to rust.
2: Oh! oh. What? Oh,
0: no. What? Not good. I just finished paying this off.
2: I took out a second mortgage on this armor. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Tokus. We can buff that out later.
3: Don't worry, Tokus. I know a guy. We'll take care of it. Does he do body work? He does body work? He does arm work. He does leg work. You'll be fine.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, I can focus on the monster then. I need you in the game, Tokus. I just got, like, sucker punched by this (laughs) rock, water monster. So it's Tokus' turn. All right. uh, First, I will have a little bit of verbal discourse
1: with the monster.
0: (laughs) I'll do one of those, back, back, and I, like, see if it, like, is afraid at all of the torch whatsoever.
1: (laughs) Um, It makes no response crap seems like it's completely unaware that you're waving a torch at it don't believe
2: it tokus it's bluffing it's really scared and it's trying not to show it
1: all right all right my rapier seems ineffective as
0: does my club it's
1: too bad
2: that sugar ain't salt right
0: i know right (laughs) i think it's a slug and i'd love to just pour salt (laughs) over it
1: it does seem slug like in its consistency except here and there you see bits of it dripping down Mm. kind of like that oobleck stuff Like when you hit it hard It's got this Very solid consistency But then you kind of Sink into it afterwards
2: It's probably too dumb To be afraid Honestly Because it's probably Too dumb to care So does it have like (laughs) legs Or is it just like a mass
1: It's just This
0: mass Just a blob You know all right, I'm going to get around kick its behind mass, it. I
2: want to
0: <laughs> <laughs> kick its mass. I'm going to walk around the beast. You know, stand off against it. I'm trying to draw it away from my friends a little bit.
1: I think I know what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can call that the engage action, or we could say that you're using the dodge to defend yourself, so that next time if it attacks you, you'll have it will have disadvantage.
0: Yeah, let's do that. So I'm dodging around the monster, nimbly.
1: Okay. So you try to draw his attention away from everyone else and defend yourself as much as you can, uh, as though. All right, I will draw out my rapier and give it a swing.
0: I was really hoping you had a better plan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is the best that I've got. Does
1: a 13 hit? Yes. All right. Uh, how about 10 damage max? Oh, nice. So you stab it hard. Once again, it feels solid as you first strike it. And then it collapses into this ooze around your sword. Okay. It did seem to do some damage to it, and you pull your sword out, and you see that it too has started to rust slightly. Ah, oh, crap! As soon as I,
3: as soon as you described it going in, I was like, "Crap, the rust!" No, <laughs> dang it!
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not ruining my sword.
2: <laughs> uh, Shaba. I will gladly ruin a few arrows. <laughs>
0: oh,
3: um, bonus action, I will. Give, uh, yeah, I'll give Shaba Bardic inspiration.
2: Sweet. All right, I got a 20 to hit.
1: That hits. And you definitely lost Hunter's Mark when you fell unconscious.
2: Right. Uh, 11 damage max.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> Your arrow sticks in, and you see it reel back a little bit from that also, but it is still functioning. I'm guessing it has, uh, resistance. Could be.
0: So we don't actually know the true damage being dealt. We're just, we're aware of what we
1: roll.
2: Yeah, not necessarily. Usually resistance halves it.
1: Yeah, you can tell that it's doing damage. Okay. So, oh. It tries to make another attack at Tokus, but you dodge out of the way the last second as this thing (laughs) slams to the ground next to you.
0: Guys, I'm really scared, but at least my scarediness is leading me to be very evasive. (laughs) <laughs> Cowardice is the best form of evasion <laughs> Yeah
1: For sure <laughs> And it's his turn
0: right, I don't want to ruin my rapier So here's what I'm going to do I drop my shield Pull out my crossbow And I'm going to shoot it 19 to hit Hits Damages 9 That's max damage as well <laughs> What is wrong with us?
2: Everything
0: <laughs> So that was 11, 11, and 9 yeah, I rolled an 8 just now, which is plus 1.
1: Seriously, that is 31 total damage, <laughs> right? Because you each did 11, and then 9. That is exactly how many hit points that one has as well. <laughs> yes!
2: <laughs> yes! Dang.
1: <laughs> and you bring down oh, man. the ooze creature, which falls back as the crossbow bolt hits it, and then dissolves into a wide puddle. Nice. We're just putting forth the minimum
2: amount of effort to get the job done. <laughs> Apparently, that's what we're all about. I think
0: we. I feel like we just spent all our crits on like a minion <laughs> instead of the final boss.
2: Yeah, Bill Cosby is going to be pissed.
3: Yeah, it's really just cost efficiency. It's the most effective way of getting it done for the least amount of. Hit point damage Aslo did you see What
0: I was able to do I, I feel like I'm starting To and like my You can see that My hands are shaking I, I feel like I'm starting To get, 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 get over my uh, There's a, there's a
2: ghost Behind you Scooby <laughs> I look at Tokus And I'm kind of like Cocking my head Blinking at him And I'm like I think that's the best I've ever seen you fight <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tokus actually, you're getting really good at. I this. know, right? I did what you're supposed to do. The tank is supposed to turn the boss around so that the other anim- like your other buddies, can get to the soft spots. <laughs> oh. I learned that in World of Warcraft tanking 101 raiding and.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to play that one back in the village as well.
0: Mm. It's yeah. a good, good game. It is a
1: good game. So, uh, looking over your armor and weapons, you see that they're damaged but still useful um, in terms of gameplay. Your AC is lowered by one for the armor, and the damage is lowered by one for the rapier. No. Okay, so I need to change my armor class. That's not the
0: worst. And earlier you said I took ten points, right? I didn't get that wrong?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: definitely unfortunate, but that could have been worse. I thought it was just going to rust through and fall mm. apart.
2: Yep, a little uh, spit and some Robituss, and we'll get that <laughs> buffed right up. <out.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, this is definitely coming out of company pay. My armor is my everything... I haven't really talked much about this armor, but it's, I'm really kind of bummed out that it's rusted now.
2: Yeah, that's that's a major bummer.
0: Yeah, I pull a, pull a bottle of turpentine
2: out of my pack and, and get ready to splash it
3: on you. Well, you uh, see so
0: Gnomish armor is, is special. I don't know if you guys knew this.
2: I didn't know anything about gnomes before I met you, Tokus. <laughs> I'd prefer it to stay that way. Well, Shaba, <laughs> let
0: me tell you. So I take about a half hour explaining Definer.
2: <laughs> I walk away. <laughs> All right, so well Asla
0: will listen to this. So I spend about, uh, instead of 30 minutes, more like 15 minutes, I give him the abridged version for once because we got to get going. So I give you the abridged version. I go of- back toward the beginning of the cave and try to descend down the pit. Just to,
3: just to get away.
2: I throw, yeah. I throw myself into the chasm.
3: Just calmly,
2: not even listening.
3: Just tie it around the stalagmite.
2: Yeah, so you just put your arms out, and just fall. <laughs> It's not worth it
0: Alright, so I turn around into the dark Because I'm still terrified And I explain to no one, just an empty cave <laughs> What gnomish, What's so special about gnomish armor
1: And everyone else can hear it from the echoes
2: Yeah, right, the echoes make it such that we can hear no, it No, no,
1: no, you it. can't
0: hear any of it You're actually going to miss this information But maybe I'll touch on it later I tell the wall because I'm lonely
2: I would have hung around if it had taken less than a half an hour, but... No, no, you couldn't even stand the abridged
0: version, Aslo.
2: There's
0: only 15 minutes of explanation. Uh,
2: We we loot the body. We loot the puddle for...
0: Good. Is there anything to loot here? Like, what about the shroom? Those tendrils, Maybe I kind of want to. I just want to milk everything. Can we milk the tendrils? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Correct. <Chris. laughs> milk oh. the mushroom.
1: Milk the tendrils. Milk the goo. So you gather some mushroom milk. Nice.
0: <laughs> I put it in one, one of my remaining vials and some ooze. Also in a vial And I'm I, I must be running low at vials at Yeah this I think you are Can we just like have a number Can we just Can we just like determine a number That comes in, in The supplies kit
2: We definitely need to get you Some more vials Next time we get back into town mm-hmm. Well
0: I thought we refilled those though At the store the other day
1: But you need like Unlimited of those Let's just say that Your pouch contains Six vials a Nice half dozen And then whenever you get back to your base, you can unload those on your storage or something.
0: Okay, so we're at half capacity now, right? Or no, we're at four out of six, because I put water in one. I mean, I guess (laughs) I can dump that. But okay, so four out of six.
2: Ooh, I like that number. It makes me think of Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got cave water, you got mushroom milk, you got slime, and then you got the carrion crawler acid or whatever. Snot.
0: Whatever you want to call it, yeah.
2: Well, that'll give you plenty of uh, experimenting to do when we get back. Yeah,
0: it'll be fun. <laughs>
3: guys, I'm, I'm feeling pretty beat up over here. Me too. Yeah, I mean, you guys are both hurting. Um, our equipment is rusted. I'm all, all out of spell slots. And uh, Shaba, you probably have burn marks on your legs or something.
2: Yeah, I'm all bruised up and scorched and whatever. So maybe it's time we uh, took a little rest. What do you say? For maybe about an hour or so? What do you think? Yeah, about an hour. That should do it, right? That should have us
1: feeling better. So no one was willing (laughs) to sit around for half an hour and listen to Tokus' description, but... I guess now we have no choice.
2: (laughs) I have no
0: desire to talk about my armor anymore.
2: (laughs) Well, Tokus, you have the torch, so we can turn that into a campfire while we rest. And then if you come around and you feel like telling us what's so special about Gnomish Armor, then we're a captive audience at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'll probably mention it to the blacksmith that we commissioned to work on my armor, because mm. it's important information for to him know. to know, because yeah. he'll have to, yeah, exactly, he'll have to know about the nuances of the armor, what make it special. He'll
2: to have me. to restore it to its former glory.
0: Exactly. You don't need to know this, Shaba. You already expressed that. Desire, and so I actually take the pendant that's in my in my shirt out for a moment, <laughs> and, flip and it I over. flip it. I flip it Shaba side down, and now it's Asla side up. And I stuff it back in my shirt. I make sure that you see this happen.
2: Hey, he walked away too. You should have. You should have it stripey side up.
0: You're right. So actually, I take it one step further, and I remove <laughs> the necklace, and I set the necklace on the ground, and oh, I walk wow. away from the campfire because I'm comfortable in, in this oh, in this environment, and I'm uh, gonna I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna go for a walk. Just walk in the darkness. All right, don't stray too far.
0: I'm gonna go for a walk in the direction we've already explored. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was gonna recommend. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk it off.
2: All right, don't stray too far, and if anything happens, don't hesitate to unleash that gnomish battle cry.
0: You got it, Mm Chum. I say, under my breath, turned away from him walking away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you all take your short rest. Your walk takes you around the cavern, since you can't really go any farther back than that. Uh, Some areas look like rocks have kind of fallen, possibly off the wall or maybe from the ceiling. So there's a few scattered large rocks and boulders here and there. Nothing else of note on my on my journey. Actually, of note, you see that there aren't any tools on this side of the chasm. Hmm. Any tools? Yeah, you've seen occasional mining tools just around, uh, and you okay. saw some on the other side of the chasm, but not on this side. They delved too deep.
0: All right, so I, I'll cool off on this walk. Maybe take a dip in the cave water just to clear my head. <laughs> and then I, I think I think I'm ready to to come back to the campfire.
1: And though you play your song of rest Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that So everyone can spend their hit dice to heal Plus a d6, as long as you spend at least one And as long as you're not watching me play
2: It's whatever our hit die is Plus a d6
1: Yep, but you only get a single d6 Even if you spend multiple hit dice
2: Oh, this is because this is
1: a short rest That's what's going on Yeah.
3: Right, so essentially you can roll 1d10 first See if that heals you up to max With the 2 It did not okay and now you can
0: choose you also get the d6 oh yeah because of his song of rest i can roll the d6 uh i am healed for most of what i took so then you can choose to roll your last d10 plus two well don't i want to save it you could save it yeah
1: i think i should save it i still have second win, don't i i think you used your second win earlier but you get it back
0: uh that's right uh should i roll the other t10 i think i should roll the other d10
1: how much are you down
0: uh, I am only down now two hedge. I'm at 21 instead of 23. It's probably not a big deal. Yeah, probably save it.
1: Alright, so.
2: So it's plus your con mod?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So I rolled a four plus two, so that's six. That puts me at 16 of 18. Oh! <laughs>
1: Max on the d8 again. Isn't your constitution a 13? That's only a plus one.
2: Oh, yeah, you're right. My, yeah, it's plus one, so it's a 15. So then what's the D6 for? For having
1: a bard in the party, basically.
2: <laughs> Unless I choose not to play, but... Well, I got a two on the D6 if you do choose to play, so I'm still down by one. But that's okay. That's not that bad. Yeah. I'm at
0: full. We're all around the campfire now, right?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Aslo and I just stare at you awkwardly.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I probably said something when I came back to camp. I said, all right, well, I've, I've had a moment to cool off i'm sorry i was so sharp with you Shaba.
2: i just keep looking back and forth between you and your armor
0: yep that's that's my armor i don't really want to talk about the armor itself i'm not in the mood and i I pick up the medallion that i had thrown on the ground and i don't put it around my neck i stuff it into my bag Hmm. is this
3: factoid about your armor something that would be helpful for us to know now
0: Uh, no no it literally will be helpful for potentially a blacksmith like i can't just get it repaired anywhere this armor has never been touched by any hands that are not gnomish hands
3: my eyes go wide and i slowly start reaching towards your armor
0: (laughs) (laughs) well all right all right all right you know you guys you, you you all right so i'll talk about the context of the armor so like usually gnomes start ...adventuring with their fathers deep in the caves to to hunt for rare gemstones at at the age of 30... ...which is kind of like a a teenage gnome. I'm not really an adult gnome at that point.
2: (laughs) So it's a coming-of-age experience?
0: Yeah, sure. So we would would journey down there together, and uh, needless to say, I was terrible. I was scared of everything, and uh, this would go on for the next ten years until the cult attacked. What I'd learned to do in that ten years was to fake it, to pretend that I wasn't scared... You guys know that I'm not typically an emotional person. I mean, no. But when I saw that the armor was rusted, I felt something new. Felt some sort of
2: something new like emotions?
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's a like, this, like a feeling. Like it's some sort of bubbling in my chest. Or maybe that's, like, bloodthirstiness. Like, maybe that's the emotion I'm feeling.
3: They're, they're very similar, I would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can see how you get them mixed up.
2: Well, please, go on about your Nomish bar mitzvah. We're listening. Yeah, I have <laughs> a
0: lot of good memories with this armor. So, I'll take off my armor and show them what's so special about it. You're like, what am I looking at, right? You look closer, and on the inside of the armor, there's, like, tons and tons and tons and tons of tiny little metal gears... And all these different gears are kind of attached and working together, almost like a cushion between me and the armor.
2: Like a built-in gambeson. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's like a bunch of ball bearings, so when I'm struck, it absorbs some of the shock.
2: So it's like a (laughs) fitted suit. It's perfect
0: fit armor is what it is. It wouldn't fit anyone else. That was made especially for you. For me, this is Tokus' armor. I mean, there's nothing like a perfect fitted suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Custom tailored to your body. Feels like a second skin. You know, this is really all I guess I have to remember of my father. Rest his gnomish soul. He was so disappointed in me, but he never took it away from me. Yeah. So basically, I don't want anybody touching this armor except gnomish hands. So we're going to have to find a gnomish blacksmith, if any still exist in this part of the kingdom.
2: Mm, Yeah, (laughs) well, that'll be something to search for. It's probably a rarity, but if that's what you need, then, then we'll find it.
0: I haven't seen a gnomish blacksmith since, well... Since my home was destroyed.
3: Perhaps as we uh, travel back to town, we'll see if we can find any. And then, you know, if there are any in Ninept, we'll look for them there. Otherwise, we'll have to
0: search around. When I was signing the contract, I think I wrote on the back of the page, P.S. I refuse to wear any not perfect fitted armor for this, <laughs> it, the whole time that I'm in this adventure. Ah, so. uh, yeah, I missed that <laughs> yeah. on the back of the sheet there. but It's probably saved in your documents somewhere, Aslo. So, like, if we were, like, for example, to stumble upon some, like, shiny, magical armor, like, no. We'd have to perfect fit it before I would wear it. Mm. Hmm.
3: Well, um, in regards to moving forward in the cave, I am still without spells. So, if we get into any more trouble, we should probably keep that in mind because I won't be able to heal anyone.
0: Well, this is easy. This is where we just put on the stealth suits and sneak to the boss and, like, pickpocket him instead of fighting him.
2: (laughs) Do different spells regenerate uh, with different rests, or you just only get your spells back after a long rest?
3: Yeah, bards only get them back after a long rest. Other classes
1: get, like uh, the warlock, gets them back after a short rest. Oh, okay. And wizard can get a few back, and Mm. Mm sorcerers can get a few back. Most of them have some way of getting them back. So bards can't?
2: can't. And I assume I can't either, right? Right. But I have plus one to all my
3: ability checks.
2: Hey, that's some (laughs) small consolation.
1: Yeah, it's like basically the same thing, right? (laughs) Well, but you do get to heal everyone extra every short rest, and that's useful. Mm -hmm. Something. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, maybe we should plan this out. So our objective is to close the gate, right? Or the nest.
2: Yeah, which we haven't necessarily found yet, right? Well, we don't Mm -hmm. necessarily
0: have to fight anyone when we close it, right? What if we go stealth mode or have Stripey go check it out for us or something?
2: That's going to be hard with you and your special gnomish chainmail with all the gears wearing every time you take a step.
0: Oh, they're very, very quiet-ish.
2: <laughs> but we, you, are however,
0: not. are not. <laughs> I, ne- I never said I was going. You guys now know that I'm a coward, so...
2: <laughs>
0: I, I was talking about our mission as in what you guys are going to do to oh, close the... Oh, so you're
2: the- just going to wait around to see if there are 10,000 enemies at the... wherever this. Opening I is. mean, if
0: you need me, like, Aslo can call me with his, like, magic power thing.
2: And then we'll just wait however many rounds it takes you to run at your <laughs> 25 feet per round to get to us. All right. How about this? How about <laughs> this?
0: How about this? I'll go with you and we'll see what happens.
2: I, I, I thought that was our original plan, but yeah, I like it. No, like of course it that wasn't the Let's original plan. It. Are you kidding me?
0: That was not the original plan. That's not what we discussed. Oh, wait, you weren't there, because I was talking to a wall.
2: <laughs> uh, about your armor? Did your armor have something to do with this plan?
0: Yeah, but I started, I got bored of that, and I started going into, like, my plans for how we're going to close this thing, and you weren't
3: there. Oh, I see.
2: Okay. All right, All
0: right. how about this? Uh, why don't we have our
3: ranger range up ahead a little bit?
2: Okay, I can do some ranging.
3: We'll, uh,
1: we'll follow behind by 20 feet. Okay, I range. And you're just heading farther into the cavern?
2: I will make a stealth check, and I will make a survival check. I rolled a two on my stealth check. I rolled a five on my survival check. I'm doing really
1: good. (laughs) It's amazing how poorly you've rolled on your stealth when that's your best skill. (laughs) I know. Seriously, I can't catch a break here. (laughs) You reach an area where there are a particularly densely packed group of boulders that... Seem like they've all probably fallen in one slide from somewhere. And looking up, you can see a ledge above you, 80 feet up or so, with a cave extending back. You also see a passageway to your right that extends away from the cavern at your level. Uh, we'll take the passage, right?
2: Take the passage.
0: I go where they're going
1: the passage gets smaller and smaller as you go and you reach, realize that you're now going through some natural caves. This isn't like one of those supported passages that you were going through before with all the posts going across. And you get to a point where it has constricted down to just you know, a few feet wide circular opening that you'd have to bend down and crawl through. However, on the opposite side of that, looking through, it looks like a normal mine tunnel. So you can see the pillars, you can see the tracks and everything.
2: Alright, I'll uh, put my bow across my back, put my arrow back in the quiver, and get down and army
3: crawl through. Should we just make a check to make sure that there's nothing clinging to the walls that we're going
1: to brush up against?
2: Yeah, I assume I give the walls a good scouring with the uh, the lamp before I go through.
1: So you take a look around, you don't see anything
2: dangerous. Dude, if there's spiders in here, I'm going to freak. <laughs>
3: Shava screams like a schoolgirl and (laughs) runs out of the cave.
2: Cave crickets. Oh, yeah. stinks, man. (laughs) Just as bad. (laughs) Yeah, right? Or centipedes? No, thank you. Yes.
1: Ugh. Possibly worse. No siree, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So you you get down and crawl through. It's kind of a tight fit, especially with your pack and everything. You have to squeeze it down and maybe even take it off at the tightest point and drag it behind you. Oh, wow. it's like
2: every Indiana Jones movie It's like, guys, are the walls moving? (laughs) And then we get right into the
1: tightest point And it's just like (laughs) like Thousands of bugs just covering it (laughs) You crawl through And come out the other side And you're now inside the mine shaft Just like normal
2: Alright I take a look around with the candle helmet And wait for the other two to pass through
1: I will follow Tokus Okay, you two have a much easier time getting through there. I skip through. You can almost make it through crouching the whole way without having to actually crawl at all. You
2: just roll out like little bowling balls.
1: (laughs) So you come out on the other side, and you do see the tracks, and you see that this area has a vein mined out here. All right, we keep going.
2: Wait, we're just going to leave that vein?
1: No, it's the vein has been mined out, so like Uh, it's... it's Well, it's not entirely mined out completely, it's just this area has been mined because there's a vein. I
0: mean, don't you guys want to investigate? There could be some good stuff there.
2: It's just iron. It's not like gold or anything.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Do either of you have a transmute spell to transmute it into gold? I have transmute animals to speech. I just think this is a missed opportunity. I mean,
0: I I said I was bad at the fighting part. I never said I was bad at the extracting part.
3: I think the whole idea... Of us being down here is to clear this place out for the people who own the mines and are going to come
0: back and actually mine it. Right, they're going to come back and they're going to take all the good stuff that we could have.
2: (laughs) Why don't we just check it out? Go ahead and make a perception check, yeah. Go ahead and investigate it.
0: There might be some low-hanging fruit.
1: That is a 12. Yeah, I think that might actually be an investigation check for what you're doing.
0: Oh... Well, if his investigation, it'd be a fifteen.
1: Oh, you examine the rocks, and I mean, there are pickaxes lying around and some other mining tools. Ah. So, so maybe I kind of take a chip at it. You, yeah, you take a few light taps here and there, and you find a fat gold nugget falls <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: a weird stone that I never encountered before.
1: No, and it
0: starts a whole new quest.
1: <laughs> hey, you just find a piece of iron ore that looks. Like, it would be pretty easy to knock out without taking much time.
2: You should save that for your armor to give to the blacksmith to refine so he can repair your armor with it.
0: The Damage Guild Podcast. More fun than a barrel of hobgoblins. I gotta tell you, life's been interesting for me lately. Uh, This is Sean speaking, aka Tokus, by the way. So I graduated and found my first engineering job, and now I've even got my first apartment, living in a state far away from what I once called home. But you know what? Amidst all these big life changes and the shackles of adulting being clamped to my ankles and wrists, there remains some constants. My friends, this very podcast, and my personal Twitch stream. You see, the internet is great because it allows me to keep all the people I care about and all the things I care about doing. All in one place. So don't take your friends for granted, especially the ones within driving distance. Friendships, or any relationship for that matter, become much harder to maintain from online. But at least thanks to technology, I didn't have to start a completely new group of friends from scratch. uh, And for that, I'm thankful. I also wanted to thank Tim from Tabletop Audio for his sweet tracks that add excellent ambience to our show. Mr. Matt Pablo for his musical scores, which makes some of our moments just that much more epic. Caitlin and username Ghost for setting up our Discord server. If you want an invite to our Discord community, you can find that by clicking the Discord symbol, which is uh, it's a little controller with eyeballs. Uh, that'll be found at the top panel of our main page. That's the www.thedamageguild.com. Highly recommend that you do so. And uh, voila, Presto changeo! instant community, just at water. I want to thank you. That's right, you who are listening to this podcast thing right now. We do it all for you so that you can have a quality edited piece of adventure mailed to the doorstep of wherever you get your internet every single Monday morning. Is there anything you're feeling thankful for? Tell us about it by using the links on our main webpage. That would be www.thedamageguild.com. There's many different ways you could do that. From emailing us to using our social media uh, or the Discord community. Actually, the Discord community is a great place to do that uh, because it's a little more secret and private. Or you could also just have us do a decree about something, that something, whatever that something is that you're thankful about. I know I get special perks because I'm actually part of the staff here. Anyways, please enjoy the rest of this broadcast episode. Good day. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. All right, so I will I will take the nugget and say, See? I told you there was something in that mine. There's iron in them there, Hills. No, I don't do the I told you so thing. I say, Oh,
2: guys, look what I found! And then I suggest that to you. Yeah, take it. You can give it to the oh, boss. That's list. a good idea, yeah.
1: Hmm. All right, I'll pocket it. So you have a hunk of iron ore? Yep. Nice. Don't forget to add that to your inventory. Unrefined, just like me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but really, don't forget to add that to oh, your yeah, inventory. Yeah, that's your yeah,
2: inventory. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We sally forth. Okay. Continuing along, uh, the passageway bends around and slopes upwards again, and eventually you find yourself back at one of the mining areas that you recognize. This is where it originally split off into two paths, and you followed the other one to head down. And around to the cavern To the trickling water And then you're coming back in the side that you hadn't been down before
2: Oh, okay Well, looks like everything's clear, guys I think we can go home (laughs) Uh,
3: Is there, uh, where's the gate,
1: though? And aren't there some passages we haven't explored yet?
2: Better not be that whole chasm Because that's kind of a big hole to plug up
1: There are two paths you haven't investigated, plus the chasm There are? Yeah, that's what I thought
2: all right, we investigate an uninvestigated path. <laughs> an as-yet-uninvestigated one.
1: Okay, there's the one right near the entrance, and there's the one in the cavern before you got to the pit. Uh, oh, yeah. Do the okay. one in the cavern. Yeah, yeah, the cavern. Yeah. While we're here. <laughs> okay, so you continue circling all the way around again. You head a short ways down that tunnel, and you actually come across for the first time in this cave a door. A door. That has been set into the natural rock with a little bit of wood frame around it to hold it in place.
2: Uh, I jiggle the handle.
1: It jiggles. Okay.
2: (laughs) All right. I give it a twist, a pull, a
1: push. I do everything with it until something moves. All right. Uh, You push open the door, and on the other side you find a cave that seems to have been uh, mined somewhat to make it a little bit more comfortable and more square laid out. And inside, slumped against the wall, there's a man. What? Leaning there, probably asleep or dead. You're not sure? Uh, he's laying on his stomach? Uh, no, he is laying... He's sitting on the floor with his back against the wall. And he doesn't respond to you coming in.
2: Uh, I... Crouch down on my haunches and wave at him Excuse me, sir Uh,
1: are you alive? As you start to tuck, He suddenly jerks up, his eyes widen And he says Who's there? Who are
2: you? Oh, it's just, it's just me, your friendly neighborhood giant I mean, I'm a person like you We're both people We're all people we, We're all people and we don't want to hurt each other my name's Shaba. I'm a servant of the Ramlord, Kavaki. I don't know who that is. Well, he is a nice he's a nice fella. He's a friendly chap, and so am I. What's your name? I'm Nibrin. What are you doing down here, Nibrin? This is a dangerous spot for a man like you. Dangerous spot for a man like anyone.
1: Oh, I'm a, one of the miners here. I've been trapped, though, for the past week or so. Trapped? How so? Well, my leg was injured in the collapse, and I've been waiting for it to heal, hoping up that I would eventually regain the strength to make it back to the entrance. Oh. Hmm. In the meantime, though, I've been running low on supplies. So if you're here to rescue me, I'd be much obliged if you could help me outside. Totes.
2: We can definitely do that. We're here to do what needs doing, so if rescuing you falls into that category, then yeah, we are here to rescue you. Why don't you go ahead and give a little little heave ho there And I reach down and take his hand To help him do his, his foot, his good foot Okay If you're feeling up to it
1: uh, I don't know, it would help if I had some sort of splinter brace on here
2: Yeah, well we don't have anything like that So <laughs> you just have to do your best
1: um, We can help support you though He looks at the tent poles strapped to your back
2: <laughs> yeah they're ten feet long, and they're for my tent. Sorry, <laughs> they're like probably four inches thick. They're like dowel rods that are they're way too thick to be any sort of comfortable splint, plus I'm not using them for that <laughs> so uh let me why don't why don't you let me carry you and we'll get out of here
1: um, anything to get out of here? We could pull the old Dillard
3: trick and poke four holes in the backpack and put them in front of you like a
2: papoose (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) little yeah little baby baby pouch um actually you know on second thought no no second thought (laughs) (laughs) How, how low on supplies are you
1: do you have enough to like enough food to like get you through the rest of the day i've been surviving on quarter rations for the last few days Well, you know what they say. Most people who are trapped
2: uh, in a survival situation end up dying with their canteens full and their
1: food stores overflowing. I'm doing all right on water. We have a cistern here, but my food's running low.
2: Okay, go ahead and drink and eat your fill. Get your strength up. And when we come back through to go out, we'll we'll take you with us.
1: Uh, As long as you promise not to just leave me afterwards.
2: Oh, we totally promised to not just do that.
1: <laughs> Look at us. Would we do a thing like
2: that to a guy like you? I swear on Kavaki's name that we will
1: help you.
3: I swear on the amount that you will pay us to rescue you, which is how much, <laughs> by the way?
1: I'm just a poor miner. I don't have much money.
0: Shaba, let me handle this for once. First of all, my, my name's Tokus, and I reach into my bag, and I produce the medallion that Shaba made me Hold on to this for safekeeping. This will ensure that we will come back and get you because I care deeply for this medallion. I hand him the medallion. I lean over to Tokus and whisper, Can we charge interest on that? I am inseparable from this medallion for reasons I can't explain. So here I'm going to separate from it. I would sooner die than be separated from this medallion. So do I have to make a lie check?
1: (laughs) Was that a lie?
0: Were you not here ten minutes ago?
1: (laughs) There is a bluff skill. Yeah, make your deception check.
0: Alright, I'll make his deception check. Just to make sure that he feels perfectly safe. Uh, oh, I'm not very good at this. Okay. So, I got a twelve minus two, so it's a (laughs) ten.
2: He's like, this thing's a
3: piece
1: of crap! (laughs) Wait, is your charisma minus two? (laughs) This doesn't seem to be very sentimental. You said that you wouldn't be separated from it, and here you are giving it to me. Right, so
0: what I'm saying is I'm I'm entrusting you with something very important to me because us rescuing you from the cave will also be important once we've done what we need to do. It's collateral, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, and you're attached to it if you put it around your neck.
2: It's more like it's a promise. Like, I really want this, so I'm coming back to get it.
0: Yeah, we may not come back to get you. Oh, we're definitely getting the necklace. No, I didn't say. I didn't actually say that. Please, I- that's for comedic effect. Slip of the tongue. Although Tokus might actually do that, so I need to make it clear I didn't say that. Did not say that.
1: I suppose I'll hold on to it. But I mean, I'll wait for your speedy return. I suppose. Where do you plan to go? Uh, we're going further into the cave
2: to see what's down there.
1: Into the chasm.
2: Uh, we've been to the chasm We're exploring other options at this point
1: Well, there's not much else in this cave What's down this passageway? There's a side passage that he points down With the cistern, but he says There's really nothing beyond that Mm. Okay However, the chasm, we don't know what's down there That opened up not too long ago as we were mining That's how I was injured in that collapse Mm.
2: Okay, uh, and you've been here This whole time and yet you don't know what came out of
1: that chasm? I knew there were some creatures down below. I had to flee from them. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. That chasm hasn't always been there?
1: No. It seems that there was some structural integrity problem with the floor of that cavern.
2: Oh, okay, so that whole cavern just used to be a flat floor, and then the chasm fell away from it?
1: Yes, as we were mining. Shortly after that happened... Creatures started coming out And we quickly abandoned the mine But I was left behind As I was injured in the slide
2: What sort of creatures came out And how did they get out Were they climbing up the sides Of that huge tall chasm Were they flying
1: Flying? out Uh oh They looked like expert climbers They're small gray humanoid things Mm. For the most part I tried not to get too close a look at them I kind of hid myself as much as I could Waited for them to pass by And then extracted myself from the rock And dragged my body all the way over here How many did you see? Approximate count Maybe a dozen or so But I would guess that more have come out since then It's been quite a while Well, we've only seen two So
2: either we've missed a bunch Or they've gone back down Into that chasm
1: I heard them from time to time outside the door Um, can you give us just one second?
0: I'm gonna huddle over with my two companions for a moment yeah uh, guys, I think what he's getting at is that we're gonna have to traverse down into the chasm to close the the rift whatever's letting these monsters through
2: yeah, uh, I kind of figured that, but if twelve of them came out, then we couldn't even take twelve of them and there's no telling how many more might be down there.
0: Well, we've killed three three didn't we've we only killed, killed th- two. No, we fought the carrion thing.
2: No, we've caught, we've killed two of the gray humanoids that are expert climbers.
3: Yeah, it sounds like the gray humanoids are the only things that have come out of the chasm. The other things were probably natural.
1: Oh, okay. That he saw. He left as soon as he could, though. Yeah. The Gripply. Hmm. Gripplies, the grimlocks. Not Gripplies,
2: Grimlocks, yeah. yeah, whatever. The <laughs> oh, equivalent Grimlox. of
0: grimlocks. Uh, yeah. Yes, grimlocks. Mm. Those fiends.
2: Yeah, you're familiar with Grimlocks, Tokus.
3: That I am. Nasty creatures. So we, we definitely can't fight a bunch of those things. Um, we know that we just need to seal the entrance. So is there any way to seal the entrance from where we are without sealing off the rest of the mine? Probably not.
2: Uh, yes. Magic.
3: Explain.
2: All we need is a really powerful spellcaster.
3: And then we can do anything. Okay, well, we're going to have to leave to find one of those.
0: Well, I may have some other ideas. Run them by us. Well, okay, so it's a chasm in a cave. What about a cave then?
2: It's 30 feet
0: long and uh, a lot longer than that. 200 and some feet deep? Yeah, but, like, this cave is covered in stalagmites and tights. I mean, we could push some over.
2: I feel like we would pretty much have to wire the whole thing to blow if we wanted to make a cave-in large enough to plug that hole. Well,
0: I wouldn't... I don't know any explosion magic. And the whole thing is that the miners still need
3: access to the mine so we can't just cave in the entire thing.
0: But they don't need access to the ravine. In fact, it'd be convenient for them if we filled it with a bunch of rubble. Because now the board is gone. Also, that would solve the issue of us getting out of here. Like, how are we supposed to go back? (laughs) Hmm. The, uh, the one tunnel looped back around, right, Thane?
1: Yeah.
2: It makes a big...
3: Ring. Uh, yeah, yeah. So look back to the far side of the chasm.
2: Well, I was
0: just thinking of using our environment to our advantage. I mean, if we I agree. sawed or picked... I mean, we have some pickaxes we just found, so like picking at some boulders or mm. stalactites and then pushing them down to the ravine and squashing the monsters might be a
3: move. <laughs> I agree. I just think it's like hundreds upon hundreds of cubic feet of space that we're trying
2: to fill. Yeah, so we have 30 feet wide times 200 and some feet deep times however many feet long. How many cubic feet is that? Probably about close to 100
1: feet wide.
0: Well, I never said we were going to fill the whole thing. Like, if we can just locate where the nest, so to speak, is, we could aim the boulders that way. And then the force would do the work for us. You see Shaba and I spent about five minutes, because I know he doesn't (laughs) like the 30-minute explanations, explaining gravity and how it's going to do the work for us.
2: Mm. Yeah, when you're done, I look at my watch and I'm like, "Well, that was really good. I like how you're speeding these things up." That's I'm, nice. getting, I'm
0: getting faster. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. <laughs> you're getting you, know more concise. I, you know what I'm starting to realize, Shaba. No offense to your your race or, or your your upbringing. You're get you're getting this science stuff a lot faster than I imagined.
2: So <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I'll
0: start explaining things a little bit more quickly to you and not slow my <laughs> speech as much.
2: Yeah, I've been wondering why you were talking so slowly all this time. But it's it's so it's because you think I'm
0: an idiot. No, I never said that. I, I mechanically speaking, the neurons between a gi- and then I get into like five minutes of like explaining, <laughs> how, like because a gnomish brain is smaller, like the neurons are closer together in theory, so like the, the, <laughs> the synapses have a shorter process. distance to travel. That's why I'm just so fascinated that you're able to speak and, and understand me as quickly as you are.
2: Okay, yeah, I probably would have saved a lot of time by just asking you to speak more quickly.
0: Yeah, like, like several episodes worth. <laughs> like, we could have a whole episode of just content instead of me explaining it. Just
2: you things. not talking. <laughs> I mean, not explaining.
0: <laughs> well, the
3: point remains. We are not sure how big the true entrance to this whatever underworld place is. It could be a single nest that's, you know, only a few feet across. But it could be the length of the entire chasm. So... Until we know that, I don't know that uh, just caving it in is really an option.
2: I think Tokus is right. I don't think there's any way to do this without going down there. Well,
0: somebody's got to go down there and explore where we need to roll the boulders or whatever we plan to do. So, uh, noses. (laughs) <laughs> noses, what's it? yeah, oh, I have a nose that's too That's you, as <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, you've never played Noses? Oh, it's this great game <laughs> Yeah, where the
2: last person to touch their nose has to do what everybody else doesn't wanna
0: Yeah, this is it's a gnomish tradition <laughs> Oh man, if only I had known So, Stripey didn't touch his nose either
2: Oh, true Well, hey, look, on the bright side, we have a magic rope so there's that Somehow I always <laughs> right.
1: managed to get out of the nose game Because I refused to play And people didn't make me do things <laughs> <laughs> You're immune <It's> Conscientious objector <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like the scorekeeper You're there to keep score You're not actually playing Something like that
3: Alright so we have to explore this cat Oh we still have one more, one more tunnel to explore too
2: We can ask him We can ask the dude what, what's up in that tunnel Near the entrance
3: yeah, nibble, nibbling, nib, nibbler? Nibbrin. Nibbrin. Nibbrin, yeah, yeah.
2: All right, nibbles, what's up in that tunnel up there? <laughs> You've
3: been nibbling on some Ritz crackers this whole time?
1: <laughs> He's been nibbrin. <laughs> so the other tunnel by the entrance, that leads to the office where all the records are kept. Oh, uh, the hot tub, the hot springs no. tub?
2: Where all the miners <laughs> chill afterwards?
1: That's the storage area and the records office, where they keep track okay. of all the loads going out, the tools that mm-hmm. we need, and everything like that. This is kind of a secondary drop-off point for the ore that is mined around here. Cut.
2: Well, guess we're going in that hole, boys. We're going down. I mean, somebody needs
0: to be up here managing the rope, and I think that's a very important job that only someone like me could do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Tokus. I agree.
3: Yeah, that's true. You should probably be uh, calculating all the physics from, from topside. Um, and Shabba will do the heavy lifting. So, I guess that leaves me. Well, all right. I'll go down, but uh, basically if if you hear me shout, maybe both of you guys can pull at the same time just to give me a, a speedy exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just give us a nice gnomish battle cry and we'll, we'll pull you up. Plus, this will give us a good chance to test out the length that the magic rope can go.
2: Matter of fact, why don't you tie that sucker around you, and when you get to the bottom, don't even untie it. Just keep going.
3: I was already planning on it.
2: Yeah, because there's no reason to, unless the rope runs out. You might as well be a, just a couple of tugs away from uh, us <laughs> pulling you up.
0: Ooh, I just had an interesting thought. You know what might be better? Instead of just dangling you down and lowering you down, what if we had you walk down along the cliffside? That would be cool. And then we can kind of have Shaba do, what is that called? Like if, For rock climbing, it's like... Rappelling. Uh, yeah, well, you're going to rappel. Well, you could rappel down instead of walking down. And then we could have Shaba belay you mm-hmm. off the side of the cliff. I like that. Let's do that. All right. So I'll rig it, and I'll. So I design this like elaborate schematic, and it's a little bit more elaborate than it needs to be. Really, it just <laughs> needs to be tied to Shaba and you.
1: But I, deli- I design this like pulley system. All right. So the rope is tied around Aslo, and Shaba is holding the pouch. No, no, no. We we tie off the end of the rope. Or the Can we fully extend it? If you want it to keep on extending, then the pouch has to be free. Whatever end that's on.
3: Hmm. Huh.
2: So then, the pouch would have to be on Aslo's end if you wanted to keep getting slack from it. But then you wouldn't be able to tie any knots.
3: Uh, why don't you stand on the pouch and then just sort of like let
0: the rope out? Well, a uh, belay. You guys, you guys have been rock climbing, right?
2: No, I have. But I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so
0: Thane has. So you know that it's a series of complicated loops and hooks. Yeah. And that actually allows you to feed the rope through that elaborate set of hooks. And Okay, you know what? Y- you guys threw away my idea, but I'm going to do it. So I'm going to design <laughs> with, like, some, like, bits of... Because I have some spare parts, right? So, no,
2: see, we didn't actually throw away your idea. You just assumed that we would once you made it. So go for it. I'm not objecting.
0: <laughs> All right. So do, do I still have some spare parts, I believe, from way back. Probably.
3: The
1: Concord toy or something? Yeah. Yeah. So you do, like, the whole figure eight knot and the...
0: Yeah, the figure eight and the... Mm-hmm. You have to know these things if you're going to be in caves a lot, so... I rig up a belay system for, for Shaba's belt waist. <laughs> okay. And we're going to feed it through him. But that's using my parts up, right? That's going to use that up?
1: Yeah, I guess. Probably. Okay. Shabba weighs enough that you don't really need to worry about anchoring yourself, and you can just lower him down safely.
3: And I think I'd like to request, like, a makeshift harness where the rope doesn't just go around my waist... Because my abs are not what they used to be. So, like, yeah, so I'm going over my shoulders and under my arms and that kind of thing.
0: Well, this is good because, like, if we need to pull you up quickly, this is better than you just dangling from a rope. Yeah, around my waist. <laughs> I want to feel like the parts I just spent are worth it.
2: Oh, they definitely are, yeah. To build a system like this that lets us leverage the weight.
0: Actually, can we keep this? Is this, like, a kind of thing that we could potentially keep?
1: Yeah, probably. Just keep, like, harness parts and belaying gear Yeah, okay, it doesn't feel like it's wasted. All right. Let's give it a try. So then
2: we have as long as this pouch rope will go? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Aslo, we'll see you when we see you. All right. We hope we're not lowering you as bait to some huge monster down there.
0: Aren't there different signals that climbers use? Like, don't they have, like, specific tugs that signal something is right or wrong? You aware of anything, Fane?
1: I don't know. It always seems like it would be kind of hard to tug on the rope that's supporting you.
0: Right, right. can't just, like, shake it and be like, hey, help, help.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, play a C-sharp if something is wrong, and Mm. uh, an E-flat if everything's going good.
3: We'll just pull the rope really taut and, like, change the tautness to, and I'll pluck it to to change it out.
2: Play, like, a bass
3: string. I will either give two quick tugs or just shout if I am in need of help. Okay. Either way, just start hauling as fast as you can.
2: Sounds good.
3: All right, and I stand on the edge
2: with my arms outstretched and let him lower me in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so you're not even going to rappel, you're just going to plummet? Uh, no, rappelling seems like fun. Are you going to test the speed that the rope can come out at, or are you just going to lower him at what you know is a nice slow speed?
2: No, we'll go slowly. He'll He's going to be walking down along the wall. Hold on, guys, hold on. What if we go as far
0: as we can And instead of sending Aslo you send me I have dark vision Mm -hmm. And Aslo casts light And ah, I really don't want to go down there I'm scared I
2: was thinking you would be a better candidate anyway But you didn't want to go So There's no other
0: way if you don't have long enough rope I'm the only one that could see to the bottom And Togus puts his hands on his head And walks off for a bit to think about it
2: Okay well this rope is long (laughs) enough Because we pulled it up from the bottom
3: That's true we already know that it's long enough.
2: Aslo tossed down the pebble with light on it, and it went for as long as we could see all the way to the bottom, 230 feet or so.
0: Okay, so why are you telling me the rope isn't long enough?
2: It's not long enough for us to have a, a second cord with the mundane rope like you were saying we would need for repelling.
0: Mm-hmm. Should I be the one to go? Because I have dark vision. Um, I can at least do light. I can just keep light going. Yeah, but it'll give away your location. I'd be more stealthy. Why am I saying this? I don't want to go. Uh. <laughs> you'd be more stealthy, but you'd also have to take off your armor, especially if you get to the bottom. Have to start walking. So I'm taking. I'm, I'm already taking off my armor. You want to be the one to go? I have to be the one. I'm the only one that can see down there without giving away <laughs> my position.
2: All right. Okay. It, it, it's up. It's your choice. Like I said, the only reason we didn't send you down before is because you didn't want to go.
0: It's not that I want to go. It's it's the only logical option. <laughs> I'm the only one that can do it, so I have to kind of... <sighs> I'm already getting the jitters. You see me starting to shake. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. All right, so we'll leave your armor up here, and we'll do the same system. If you shout or give two quick tugs, we'll pull you right back up. That Sounds good.
2: All right, I get you all harnessed in and tied in tight, and I hold you by the shoulders, and I look into your eyes, and I say, Tokus, you don't have to do this. You know that, right? You don't have to.
0: Shaba, if I don't do this, this meteor is going to collide with planet Earth and everyone
2: will die. <laughs> okay, you got a good point, and I toss you over the edge. <laughs> I just give you a little push. <laughs>